The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, all seven runs in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Pro Day season is here, and by this time next week, we'll be gushing over how Will Levis looked in shorts and how Bryce Young is too damn small. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the spokesman for not drafting running backs until day three. And with me, as always, is AJ. We got another generational running back, Marquez. Are you, uh, do you only have day three grades on this class, Rob? Correct. Yeah, that's smart. And uh, CFL first round grade. We'll get to that, though. (laughs) Today, we'll be breaking down our top running backs in the 2023 NFL Draft. Let's hit it. Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft, gonna set my draft on fire. Seven, 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 seven. Seven rounds in heaven with my lady Driving out to Vegas, baby Looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wager future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood? Lineman, the home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a somewhat newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Uh, Remember that year we had Jake Funk in the draft? (laughs) He got out. Your RB6? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was five. Yeah, I'd love the funk, man. Peyton Hill's comp. Is he, I think he's still on a practice squad, isn't he? He's still kicking around. He's probably so good at practicing. He always looked like it. That man had a 6-7-1-3 cone. So, exactly. I have to respect it. Exactly. Uh, finally. And by finally, I mean it's only our second position show. But finally, we get to the running backs. And uh, what can I say? This class is loaded, and I still wouldn't take any of them until day three. I'm uh, I'm excited to dig into this. It is it is absolutely loaded. I mean, I was comparing to this to my um, to our, our last year's class, and I think so many guys that would have been. Uh, I think like my whole top ten would have been like from last year would have would have been. In like my top fifth, like past fifteen from this year, that was confusing. You know what I mean? This class is good. I have no idea. What you meant I don't know. Bad. This class is good, Rob. Is what I was trying to say. And it, it's worth noting today's episode. It, we've gone international. 
Is this I'm worth noting? Oh yeah, I'm boots in the ground in Spain. <laughs> you doing some uh, scouting? Running backs out here. <laughs> where where will we be for the wide receivers, Rob? Well. Where was Moitz Boeinger from? I would assume Germany, but yeah, yeah. I'll be in Germany then. Nice, I like it. Um, and for edge rushers, Baldonado, the Pittsburgh edge rusher, he's from Italy. He's so. Italian. Yeah. There you go. Uh, boots on the ground, cracked a beer. Because we're talking running backs, the most important position in football. Is uh is running backs the most just like vibes position? I don't think anyone really knows what they're talking about. Like, oh, he's got good vision. Yeah, he stays on his track. I think everyone's just making it up. It's just vibes. Making Unless guys they miss. Can pass block. When they can pass, oh. pass block, I immediately give them a high grade. That's te- that's technical because you know they're trying to pretend to be off the line. That's all. That's all technique and intelligence. Running backs just running the damn rock. You know that's feel. That's instinct. But this year, AJ. Yeah. Like every other year, we have a generational one. You think every other year there's been a generational back? Look. That's what they say. What? Todd Gurley was generational. Saquon was generational. Bijan generational. People were calling Todd Gurley generational. I'm pretty sure. How do you not turn his ACL for sure? I was. Okay. I respect that then. Um, The man won Offensive Player of the Year. He was generational. That's true. That's a good point. Christian McCaffrey was generational. And only once in a generation does someone win Offensive Player of the Year. What I'm saying. Okay, let's get into this. Uh, Where do you want to start, Rob? Well, uh, we're going to start with a running back superlative, so we just be like, B. John Robinson, B. John Robinson, yeah, B. John Robinson. I, I wrote an alt for each one. I did too. Oh, wow. We're on the same page tonight. Aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Running backs truly bring us together. Um, before we uh, get into it, one last question. How much would you pay to try the B. John Robinson mustard? Oh, the, the the Dijon mustard, but it's Bijan mustard. I, I, as much as I got in my bank account, which ain't much, but it's all I got. Bijan mustard sin? That's what it's called. It's way worse. <laughs> the official Dijon of Bijan. Okay. It looks good. <laughs> it's like a touchdown in your mouth. It says. Mmm. Yum. Oh my god! It's it's very expensive. <laughs> How much is it? Uh, you can buy two. You can't buy one. Why? I don't know. You can buy two for fifteen ninety. Four for thirty one fifty. Week one game bottle for seventy five dollars. The fuck is a game uh, bottle? I, he signs it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's worth the money then. It the there are all the seven like for each week he sells them. They're seventy five dollars, <laughs> but they're all sold out. Well, you yeah. Can't buy them. Um. <laughs> I think I think they'll they'll send us some for talking about them. Does this affect your grade? Oh yeah, I'm bumping them up. I'm bumping them up to get a free bottle or two, I guess, if they can't ship them in one. It's smooth and rich with a Texas kick, just like Bijan. That's perfect. Which leads us right into why does Bijan Robinson have the highest floor, the highest ceiling, and why is he the best bet? Yeah, that's correct. I put him for all three, and I mean it's hard to argue otherwise. So- so let's just talk him, and then let's do all our alternatives for each. Sounds um, good. Okay, yeah. So uh, obviously, Bijan Robinson's the best running back in this class. He has the highest floor. He has the highest ceiling. He is the best bet. He is, I think, the only running back who will go in the first round. Uh, I think um, I think so too. But I I will say there's another running back who I think is a top thirty two player on, on a lot of people's big boards though. Yeah. Um, 
But what makes Bijan Robinson so good? I told you, it's just fact. vibes and instincts. That's, that's what we're talking about. Go ahead, yeah, sorry. And his, his mustard taste. So and his good. mustard, yeah. It's, I think, the fact that he, he has not only the uh, perfect build to play running back in the modern NFL, but the the combo of his elusiveness, mm-hmm. uh, contact balance, short area quickness, the burst to hit home runs. But I think maybe my favorite thing about him is his ability to create something out of nothing. There are so many runs where it looks like he's bottled up and he'll just kind of keep his feet moving, pick his way, he'll end up with five yards. Like, it's not the sexiest run. He has the sexy runs. But it's the five-yard pops that should be nothing that I think make him so special. I like that. I, I think if – I think, like, we've seen runners – like, I, I think he's the best running back prospect we've had since we started the show. Saquon very close behind. I, like, Saquon, I think the, the thing that he has over him is the edge uh, – is the size edge. Which, I mean, Saquon was so big. People well, kind of forget more that. More explosive athlete, too. And, yeah, and he tested a bit better, for sure. Yeah. But I'm with you that Bijan's a better pure runner. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think he is. And he's a better weapon in the passing game. I think that's what... Not 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 saying that's what makes him special, but I think that that's what makes him just that much more special. Like He, he profiles like a guy who isn't going to be mm-hmm. as good in the passing game as he is. Like, um, like the generational Todd Gurley. <laughs> yeah. He is, like, you can play him, like, obviously you're not going to flex him out into the slot constantly, but you can play him out there, and he runs routes really well. Yeah. Like, he's a better route runner than some of the receivers in this class. Jalen Hyatt. Um, <laughs> he has natural hands. He can be a yak threat. Yeah. He, he can be whatever you need him to be in the passing game. Yeah. Uh, great body control, too. Like, and it's mm-hmm. it's very natural. And, and, like, his, like, ultimate weapon is what a fucking monster he is on the wheel route. It's, like, I don't know what it's like. It's, like, you know, did you watch the passing um, accuracy thing at the uh, at the at the Pro Bowl, the skills challenge drop? No. They had, like, no. these drones that were running routes for them. That's why, like, Bichon is, like, just, like, instant acceleration out there. And it's very hard to stick with them. And the quarterbacks can engage the speed. But, luckily, uh, Quinn Ewers could. And it's just, yeah, and then, like, in the, like I think the pass pro is competent enough, too, which I, I don't know how much pass pro we're going to get into today, but maybe that's, like, one of the cons, but there's really not a lot of holes to find in Bijan's game. Like, No, he, he he's a very well-rounded back. Yeah, um, he's very again, complete, yeah. Finding a player who can uh, make guys miss and have – the body control shows up both as a pass catcher and in the run game yeah. where in space he – He's got enough wiggle to make linebackers miss. Yeah. But he's a physical enough runner that, like, arm tackles aren't going to bring him down. And, and it's just – I think it's it's the, the way he – like, the speed he keeps through his cuts and the way he can just, like I said, kind of pick, pick through the, the trash to pick up four yards instead of losing two. Um, he never stops his feet. Yeah. He's got, like – I think he's got way better vision than Saquon had. Like, Saquon was always looking for the uh, home run, right? Like, he's totally a better agree. runner between the tackles than Saquon. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and I think, not, like, where you said Bijan, um, like, you, your favorite thing is that he finds those. He turns something into uh, nothing into something. Saquon kind of, like, had issues there, I think, at some times. So there was a lot of negative runs at times. And, like you said, because he was looking for the home run. Um, yeah. I, so, I think, like, maybe, like, if you want to say it like this, maybe Bijan is safer. 
You know what I mean? I, even if people may have him say, you know, he's freakier, Saquon was, I think Bijan is just safer. Like, he's going to be a top five back in this league for a long time. And and not just a straight-up compare. I think we're just comparing those two because these oh, are yeah. the two yeah. best running backs we've had yeah. since we started doing this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the biggest difference is Saquon was just so big and explosive, such a rare athlete but Bijan's a rare running back yeah the 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 amount of ways that he can make people miss is is outstanding like you said it, it that receiving body control translate to the running ability and I mean I think it goes the opposite way but you know what I mean um and like the the contact balance is is elite like the, he's the, a yeah go ahead I was just gonna say he's a top 10 player yeah if if you take positional value out of it, he's a top ten player. Yeah, in this class. like I, I have a top ten grade on him. I think he's a top ten player in like every class. Um, taking positional yeah. value out of it, yeah. Ten, in, in ten years ago, I think he would have been like a top five pick, <laughs> but obviously the NFL's changed. And so, while while we were on the topic of Bijan, uh, where do you think, he, like, what is his ceiling as a pick? Given the fact that he plays a position that lacks value, I I really and, don't uh, historically hasn't led to a ton of success for teams yeah no the return on investments pretty weak um i don't know i don't know like like people are like maybe saying philly at 10 like in in what world daniel jeremiah had the patriots take him at 14 that seemed absurd no chance there's no chance but in terms of like the team fits make no sense but like if if Bijan, if someone trades with the patriots and someone takes him at 14 i wouldn't be shocked I could see him going in the teens very comfortably, but um, I, yeah, I, I mean, as much as we're down on taking running backs in the first round, I the the NFL seems to always push back. Like we'll do a mock, we won't have a single running back go in the first round. <laughs> Ones for the most part, uh, last year was an outlier. Yeah, but last year didn't have a Bijan Robinson, although Brees Hall was incredible uh, as a rookie. Um, I, I have a hard time seeing, even though I can't match Bijan to a team, mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time seeing him falling out of the teens. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because um, I agree with you, though. There's a, it's, it's hard to pick a team, but there will be someone. There, there, You know, there, it's always quiet that like just someone is going to be like, we need to add this to our offense. And if we do, you know, we can take the next step. And I... Again, it, it's always like easy to, to, to fit the, the elite running backs in the, in the class, at least. Um, to a playoff contender that doesn't have a lot of holes that could just like like we've seen in the past, and maybe it could be one of those teams that step up. But I think there will be more teams that are saying we've seen the NFL shift a little bit back to where running is adding more value again, a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and we could see sure. it. Yeah, we can see one of those teams. Maybe maybe it's not a trade up. Maybe it's just a team that you don't expect is the match that pulls the trigger because they say that this guy can just elevate our offense that much more. And I believe he can. So it's going to be fascinating. I mean, it's going to be really fun to see where he lands. Welcome to Pittsburgh, Bichon. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't have, if they didn't do it a couple years ago, I would not rule that out at all. Like that seems like a team that would because they just did. Bichon's a better running back than Najee. I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say. It. Yeah, he is. Um, but other than Bichon, for the rest of these, people- yep. We'll, we'll 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 just go in order now. Highest floor outside of Bijan Robinson in this class of running. Back I think I think that's a good question. Um, I wish it wasn't. You know, there wasn't Bijan because so we can have this debate uh, with a little bit more teeth. I I end up going with Zach Charbonnet. 
Okay, he is who I put for my backup to best bet. That's and so we're very so similar much thought process. similar thought process for sure. Yeah, I you know what I for back for best bet I didn't put a backup so. I'm just I'll land on Charbonnet because best bet is just like, I think it's it's I gotta say with Bichon yeah I don't know that like with him obviously you got the size and the build of of a big NFL runner um, and just like I don't know man like when I when I like that that to me like there's a lot of undersized backs in this class and as much as I love the talent it's always a question sometimes it doesn't work right. Um, but Zach Charbonnet, we saw him. We know he's got the size. We know he's a damn freight train. Like like when he gets ahead of steam going, he's just a hell of a lot to pull down. Um, I just I don't I don't see him being a back that you know turns into nothing. Like he he after Bijan Robinson, he has the best combo of explosion and power in this class. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, just um, physical as also- hell. Check the boxes for testing, right? Like that. Yep. That may have been the question, but like look great out there at the combine. Um, he also this season. Uh, I know we both prior to the season talked about well, what can he add in the passing game? Mm-hmm. He kind of went and upped himself yep. there this year. Like I don't think he's a dominant pass catcher or anything, but he proved he can do it. He he can be a competent pass catcher. And um, yeah. And pretty good after the catch, after too. The catch. Yep. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, <laughs> he's got, I think, he's the most physical runner yep. of of the kind of the top five running backs in this class. Um, with his contact balance, he looks to run over you. Um, he's got the best, I think, power of the five top five backs in this class. Uh, but then that's not to say he doesn't have the quickest. And he, he's this just this really – dominant one-cut runner yeah. for Chip Kelly in that UCLA offense. Um, I, I, I think, like, at bare minimum, you're getting a starter running back through his rookie contract. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that's what you're hoping for anytime you draft a back nowadays. Um, maybe not in the first round because then you're expecting something more. But, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, like, he finishes every run. He's just so damn physical. Like, the, the contact balance is elite. Um, and, like... Like the burst is is isn't gonna wow you, but like the he's definitely got it. It's a, good enough. It's though. good enough. Yeah, he's he's got enough juice to go when the hole is there, and then like he's more of a build up speed back, and and it, the build up speed is enough to get to the you know to hit home runs too. Um, now I I don't know if he's gonna stay on the field for all three downs, but like we just talked about, he he definitely upped his game. So if a team asked him to do it, which is very rare in the NFL nowadays. Um, I think he'd be competent on third downs, like not nothing special, but competent. Um, yeah, I just saw so just for all all the makeup there and the physicality. I think he's just going to translate to the NFL very well. Another guy though, who like if you're looking on, let's say in the second round for him, it's hard to match him to a team just because. Yeah. It's always I always have such a hard time matching a running back to a team, a, t- a team that will see the value in taking one, and mm-hmm. just every team kind of has competent running backs, but I, at the same time. I have a hard time seeing him falling into the second round just because I think he's an immediate plug-and-play starting running back in this league. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, who, who's your pick for best bet? Or, sorry, not for best bet, for, for high uh, floor. I actually went with Jameer Gibbs. I went with Gibbs for and, highest ceiling, my alternate. Okay. I went with him for highest floor, and, and that might seem a little goofy because he does kind of fit the criteria for highest ceiling a little better. But I think it's just he's so good in the passing game that at bare minimum I'm getting a high-impact satellite back who's going to 
be like the best satellite back in the league. He is he is so good in the passing game. I can kind of move him all over the place. Um, he is, I think, the the best ball skills at running back in this class. Um, and, and you saw that at times for Alabama where like they yeah. weren't running the ball, but he became Bryce Young's number one receiver. We talked yep. about that on the quarterback show. Uh, and then after the catch or or in the run game, like his contact balance is shockingly impressive for a smaller back at 199. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's so elusive in the open field. Uh, and, and then when you get into it with in the run game, um, which game was it that comes to mind? I think it was the Texas game. He's pretty damn patient. Like he sets up his blocks well. He he paces himself while pressing the line. Mm-hmm. And then when the crease opens, he hits it like hell, and he can hit that top speed fast. Uh, obviously, like he ran a four three six. Like he ninety seventh percentile forty yard dash for a running back. Like he is a true home run hitter as a runner. Um, so I think you get that. Like it. Let's say worst case scenario, like he doesn't pack the punch of a, a RB1, you're getting a home run hitting backup runner who can be one of the best pass catching backs in the NFL. Yeah, I, I actually considered him and uh, Charbonnet for my for my highest uh, floor, but I ended up with high ceiling. But I totally agree. Like I think he's going to come in and be one of the most dynamic uh, pass catching backs uh, in the league like, very quickly. Like really, to, to me, the, the biggest knock on him is that size, right? Like he's 5'9", 199. Yeah. He is an undersized running back, no doubt, like to be a lead back. But with the way the NFL has evolved, you get him in the with the right team that knows how to utilize him, similar to like some of the those those pass catching like Alvin Kamara with the Saints. He landed yeah. in the perfect situation, and not that he was undersized, but he had such a uh, specific skill set that they utilized to perfection. And and I mean, Sean Payton's the best at this. Darren Sproles too, right? You find these back. Let's get Jameer Gibbs to Denver, baby. They don't have the picks. They gotta trade both their thirds to get up for them. But let's do it. Let's Sean um, Payton cook. Yeah, except Russ would just miss him. <laughs> um, no, I agree with you. Like, like just going back to the receiving ability. Like, the hands are very, very sure. Like you said, probably the best ball skills. Um, and then he's like a mismatch as a route runner. He's another guy that you could easily throw it into the slaughter outside and and win against a lot of NFL corners. I could see. Just man, just freaking let him run Texas routes all day. Yeah, I'd be pretty unstoppable i like i i I, like with a size thing like really his only knock is like i don't know if he'll be like an effective like just up the gut runner in the nfl um which i guess you do have to do sometimes as a quote-unquote rb1 um but like you know on on the the you know the outside zone stuff it's it's super easy because like you said i think really good yeah the vision is very good he's he just got that slasher feel to him um like that that speed is just like can can just press the edge so hard and then he has that quick up a field cut that can just you know with that easy like he's just such a gliding speed too and that instant acceleration and uh and then like you know like you said good vision like he's got a lot of cutback to him and good good patience and just like he has that high-end speed but he uses it very well in terms of the tempo to throw off uh the defenders and stuff and yeah he, he also he, he has such good stop start ability yeah. and yeah. he can he, he can hit that that top speed in a pinch, right? yeah. Like he is out the gate explosive. Yeah. Um, if the Chargers trade Austin Eckler, they should draft that, your That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, that that's a great fit. Um, and so when it's all said and done, I don't, I don't think I see him sneaking to the first round. But I don't either. Like you said, a top thirty-two player in this class. Yeah, 
probably for sure. Pittsburgh picks thirty-two. Yeah, Pittsburgh's so smart. They got an extra first-round pick. Yeah, Pittsburgh should draft uh, at seventeen Bijan at thirty-two Shamir Gibbs. How would you stop the, that trio of Jalen Warren, Shamir Gibbs, and Exa- exactly? Yeah. You couldn't. Um, so your highest ceiling backup backup to Bijan. Was Gibbs. Because, like, quickly, sorry, just last point on Gibbs, is that, like, you said that, like, he may not be that number one and there's some stuff that hold him back. But there's a lot of stuff there that absolutely he's a number one back. You know what I mean? Like like we just talked about. it. Like you said, depends on the fit, depends on the scheme. Um, you can you can find that, like, thumping back to do the stuff he can't do. Who cares, right? Maybe later in this class, double down. But, yeah, that's, that's why he's high ceiling for me. He is, I think just going to be such a joy to watch in the passing game from day one. Yeah, he is. I just really hope he lands with a team who uh, is willing to utilize him more as a chess piece, yeah. like an offensive weapon, rather than just a, a running back we took early. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty annoying, absolutely. Um, my backup high is ceiling, though. Any guesses? No, go tell me. I'm going to go with old Mrs. Zach. Ah, uh, fuck, I should have said it. That was my guess. I... Zach Evans, I put I put Zach Evans for wild card because he's so damn talented. He is, but he's had a you know a wonky wonky run of things lately. Um, so with Zach Evans, when it comes to like height, weight, speed, like he's got that in spades, yep. right? Five eleven, two hundred two, just such a fluid athlete. Um, you see you see him ripping off these chunk runs after chunk runs with such ease. Uh, he's got the long speed to hit the, the hit the home runs. I wish he he had tested at the combine. I know. He could have done really well. He's got that that shorter quickness. He's got like the the wiggle to make guys miss at space. He could break those arm tackles. He kind of has it all. Yeah. But more like he has it all seventy five percent of the time. Yeah. No, that's that's so true. And like, cause, cause um, you see him finishing runs strong. Like he's got like good power behind him. Like you said, it's very complete. But then yeah, it's not. It's not super consistent, and then you throw in, you know, like the transfer, and like why was like I I don't know like Judkins situation. I don't, I, I don't I'm not gonna knock not, it too not, much. Not but. even not even touching on the injuries and the injuries, the yeah, and, and never kind of never owning a lead back role. Yeah. I don't put too much into the lead back thing, but I think with him it's just it's kind of Ronald Jonesy, the way like who just got paid. Show some respect. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, where he'll drop. Like a screen pass that he could have picked up forty yards on. Yeah, uh, and or or his ball skills are just a little like he doesn't seem super confident catching the football. Yeah, and there's not a lot of receiving production there, and there's a lot of concentration drops. I agree with you. The, yeah, the ball security is a little iffy. The pass blocking too, like these fundamental things that you yeah. need to do at the NFL level to stay on the field. Yeah. Or no matter how talented you are, like my guy Ronald Jones, you'll never kind of earn the playing time yeah. uh, because the coach can't trust you. And so for him, I think it's all about figuring th- those things out, showing he can at least be like a competent pass catcher. You don't have to be a dynamic Jimmy or mm-hmm. Gibbs pass catcher, but you need to catch the screen pass. You need to understand that you, you, you protect uh, inside out. You got to, you got to take that linebacker coming up the, through the A gap on the blitz. <laughs> yeah. If you, um, you you cannot fumble. There's another running back in this class I'll talk fumbles about in a bit. There's a couple um, backs with some fumble issues, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But it's not the top, like the the, the top three guys. Ball secure is pretty good there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like when it looks like if you took Zach Evans' ten best plays on the season, you'd be like, oh man, this guy is, this is a future Pro Bowl back. But it's just the consistency with him. And then yeah, when you factor in like twenty twenty one at TCU, he was injured. Uh, twenty twenty at TCU, he was injured. He he got banged up this year a little bit. Uh, and again, I don't put too much into the like was never truly the lead back. Like, mm-hmm. Sean Junkins is a man. Yeah, and and I mean, Alvin Kamara wasn't technically I, the lead back. I will say that no, Tennessee. no, he wasn't. I will. It doesn't doesn't really matter. No, but like I will say, maybe it goes into something more of like that. I don't know that that will the will. You know what I mean? Where he has all the talent. Like we've seen lots of times in college football where like a guy stays his lead back. Just because he's the guy, you know what I mean? Like, that's a thing in college football. So, like, I, I'm not saying because it's hard to deny Quinshawn Jenkins' talent, you know what I mean? But I will say maybe maybe it's just another uh, piece to the puzzle of, like, where's the – like what what's it's, the concentration, the consistency at, you know what I mean? And, and uh, I, I think you're right in that he is – I didn't put him for wild card because I knew I'd talk about him here. But he is kind of the biggest wild card because I think, again, like – he is a to me. He is a clear top one hundred talent. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a high grade on him. Yeah, right. And, and and but like, I would not be shocked if he goes on day three. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like he's and, and par, par, part of that's a loaded running back class, but part of definitely. that is kind of maybe backs who aren't as talented going above them because mm-hmm. of those specific things we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Okay, uh, value pick. It's Bijan at at thirty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, um, good question. I think yep. good question. I even put so, I even put two here. If you want to do like how low you want to go, <laughs> um, I'm thinking value pick is fourth, fifth round sleepers, fifth, sixth, seventh round deep sleeper is undrafted. I, I have a draftable grade on my deep sleeper, but I don't know where he's gonna go. Well, the yeah, no, that that's totally fair. Okay, that uh, you put Bijan as your deep. Sleeper yeah, fan. yeah, people keep sleeping on him. Uh, no, okay, value pick. I want to go in terms of a guy I have. Um, where did I got him? So I'm, I'm audibling, but I got like a, what, a fifth round grade on him, I think. Um, but I I like him a lot, and we've liked him for a long time, and I, I think he could go a little bit higher than that. But I just love that he he's he's got everything to him, and that's Travis Die. From USC by way of Oregon. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to go with a different guy. Uh, I think we might be the two Travis Di- biggest Travis Dye fans. I've seen a little bit of love, man, but oh, you just you just go out there and you watch him. This guy is a like ready-made running back too. He can pass block his ass off, do enough in the passing yep. game. That's yep. And, and like, there's you, you know what I love too. You throw it on in the in the in pass pro. There's so many reps where he just like throws the shoulder on a chip to go out on a route, and he's putting those guys in the dirt. And then goes out and makes the catch. So in terms of value, I just think he's safe. You get him. I've I'm an early mid fifth. I think on him. I think he's going. I got a fifth on him as well. I don't know how. how like what round do you think he'll actually? Go I don't know. I think I think he'll be in that range. I think there's a chance he ends up in the fourth. But that with the depth of this class, I think it doesn't happen. I think if he didn't get hurt, it might. I just yeah, that too. Think he, I think he would have looked so good at the East West Shrine Bowl. Yeah. I think he would have had a solid combine. I think he, um, he, I, the way this class, the, the way the group was at the Senior Bowl, I think he could have been there even too. Um, yeah, but like just like you know, the vision is good. The, the like he runs his ass off. He finishes runs constantly. He's going through contact, and then like just like the pass throw is really good, and like it's just very steady Eddie back that can do all the little things well. 
um, and, and is very just well rounded. Like it just, it just he isn't the most like, you know, he's not the biggest. Like he's five ten two zero one. That's fine, but he's not like a huge. That's good. He runs a lot bigger. It absolutely like he's does. Willing to run through you if he needs yeah. to. Yeah, he just doesn't have special um, traits, and and I think yeah, exactly. That's yeah, but I love him. But but what makes him special to me is that he can play on third down. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's when you're not a top back. That is the special sauce for covering a long career. In the and I think he will have one. Um, yeah, he he's also a guy who I think will very much embrace special teams in the NFL. Yeah, he's got that attitude. Um, and a guy who I think is going to check the locker room boxes. Uh, yeah, no, I, I we both love Travis Dye so much, don't we? Oh yeah, I, I just I, but you know what? Go, going through this group reignited my love, like and reaffirmed it. You know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. in this in um, this great class too. It's just like this is still a guy I'm going to bet on. And, and we talked about it during the season when USC yeah was like in a hole. Yeah. They lean on Travis Dye a yeah. lot of time. Yeah, and that's saying something when you were like. The future for both Oregon and USC, like that's that's saying something, man. Um, I actually thought you go with the guy I went with. Who? Uh, and had you gone with him, I would have gone with Travis Dye, so it worked out pretty well. Uh, Chase Brown. I, yeah, no, no, that's a good pick too. I'm like, which I think I have them like back to back. I actually have Dye higher than Chase Brown, just okay, just by I, a smidge. I'm a uh, I've uh, I'm a big Chase Brown guy. Not only because he's a twitched up mm-hmm. monster, um, but like to me, he has the makings of that fourth round running back who can be an immediate um, kind of change up in the run game as your backup running back with his explosive prowess. Yeah, uh, but also can help out in the pass catching game where I think he's a little bit underrated. Yeah, he's he's got um, like good good hands, like good hand eye, like another guy just like. It, yeah, Illinois just didn't do it that yeah, much. Yeah. But I think he like It's a pretty good route runner too, versus, actually. Yeah, exactly. Like versus some of these other backs, like you've seen it a little bit, even though he isn't utilized a ton in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a fourth round grade on him. Um he's obviously got that explosive home run hitting ability, uh four four three jumped forty inches. Yeah. Um he's kind of willing to bang between the tackles too. He's He's rocked up. Yeah. Uh, he can make you miss. He's got enough wiggle to kind of make you miss. Um, I don't think he's as fluid as you'd hope. Yeah. He's more of a straight line guy, but he has just enough wiggle, I think. Um, and like, I, I there's he's just such rare athletic traits, and the pass catching competence. He needs to improve in pass protection. Yeah, and the that, senior bowl and, didn't look any better. And, and um, his ball security can be... He had issues this year. Question. Yeah. So it's those two big things. Yeah. Why do I love running backs who can't pass protection? Fumble. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but, again, like, fourth, fifth round? Yeah. Those traits are rare. And, and he might go later than that just because his running back class is crazy. Yeah, I, I got him in the in the fifth. Uh, I have a huge chunk of backs in the fifth that I like. I like them all. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. Draft day three backs. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Backs. And he's very much in that in that in that um in that realm. And like I I do think like there's a I, I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I do think like we'd like to see a little bit more of explosive runs at times on tape, and that could be the Illinois offensive line and like. 
going down on first contact a little bit more than you'd like to see and uh, some more negative runs. Yeah, the contact balance not as great as you you want. For, for especially for like I don't know. I just assume when a guy is like test really well and is like well built he's gonna just be a good you know athlete like that but i think he's really well-rounded though and i think he's you know he also has a, like, a lot of mileage on him i think he's really well-rounded and i think he'll be like a like a solid rb2 i i, I think that's a good pick um confident one-cut guy uh yeah who's your um, who's your comp on him jerk mckinnon it's interesting it reminds me a lot of jerk mckinnon not this year but like early on in his career McKinnon early on was like just so yeah I mean super athletic yeah yeah just super athletic didn't totally have the running back position honed in yet and yeah like, later in his, like coming into that triple option Georgia Southern too like wasn't utilized at times as a pass catcher but that ended up being kind of the thing that made him uh, given him lasting power. McKinnon could have been so damn good without the injuries man he's just so unlucky you know I put I put a Robert Turbin comp on him. Who was just uh, his biceps aren't quite as no, but but muscular as hell, and I think he's just me damn good RB two for a while. Um, who's your sleeper? So what, what would I say, sixth, seventh roundish? Yeah, I I end up with like with a combine guy, so I'm not going too sleepery. But uh, one of my one of my favorites, Deneric Prince. Oh, okay, I'll look for a backup one. Then sorry, sorry. Um, you go with Mo <laughs> No, wait, sleeper. It's the best. That's, he's my RB two. So your high score. I love Mo. I came back and like just like I reaffirmed my love for Mo. You'll see. You'll see where I got him in a bit. Um, <laughs> Deneric Prince, though, I, yeah, uh, best rass among running backs at the combine. Check, check that damn box. Yeah, six foot two, sixteen runs a four four one. Check that damn Jumped box. Jumped at the gym. Yeah. And you see that explosive explosiveness. Yeah, he, and he's just like I love that he's like you know sometimes. Sometimes you got that, like that the athleticism and like like Chase Brown is not like a super like rugged runner, but Deneric Prince is. I love that, and it's not super consistent, but it shows a lot. And to me, he's got like a weird jumpy running style, but like I love I love backs that have unique running styles. And like you said, you see the athleticism on tape. He's running through tackles consistently. Um, he's got that speed to beat angles, um, and he's a guy that just doesn't look like he's moving too fast, but he but he's moving like you see in the forty time. Um, and like I think low key like pretty natural hands too, which is a game that's not too developed, a part of his game that's not too developed yet. But yeah, I think it come on. Didn't use him that much, but you saw it at times. Yeah, yeah. Tulsa. Also worth noting, Texas A&M transfer former blue chip, uh, kind of took on a bigger role each year at Tulsa, mm-hmm. but was never fully given the reins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But man, he had some game like he'd have games he just would absolutely take over. Yeah. Uh, like t- Temple in South Florida this yeah. year, but to run for 451 yards. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that that Temple game and it's like holy shit. Um, I still get the major Chris Carson vibes from him. Chris Carson, wow, okay. Yeah, that's that's the vibes um, I get from him. The the thing that that's interesting about him is like he does like he's kind of he runs a little up. He does, yeah. But man, when he gets going like that, speed is obvious. He can, uh, he runs like he can just eliminate safety's angles. Yeah. Um, but he also has some anger to his running style. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah. And finding an angry runner with those athletic traits in the like, I'm I'm betting that on that in the sixth, seventh round. Yeah. All day. How, the Chiefs did that in the I, seventh round last year, and it worked out pretty good. I'm also gonna let you know, at the East West Shrine game, um, during that week of practice of, of those backs, he he kind of looked like, just looked like an NFL back compared the to the guys yeah. there. Um. 
him him and Valade were the two best backs there, but uh, like Prince, you could just see the athleticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another guy with some ball security issues too, so that's something to clean up. Pass pro not great um, at all, but yeah, no, the pieces are there for like a very very solid back. Um, fine, I'll, I'll say Evan Hall's my sleeper. Yeah, great he's pick, great pick. He's not a sleeper after running to the end zone <laughs> on every <rep> <laughs> That that actually not um knocked him down my board to be honest. Try hard, yeah, too big time. Just holding up another, the holding up the drill. Another guy who tested really well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, senior bowl week. Um, yeah, but but to me, what his big special thing on top of the athleticism is, he has really good ball skills. Yep, he does, and very solid hands. Like, yeah, like he 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 to me is an instant satellite back in the NFL. Um, I don't think he's going to like with Denarius Prince. I can see him taking on if everything clicks perfectly, like mm-hmm. taking on a large role in the run game. I don't think that's Evan Hall. Agreed. I think Evan Hall can be a guy, though, who catches 40 passes a year for you as your satellite back and can create after the catch because he's yeah. got this short area quickness and, and kind of explosive first step. Um, he's a little bit more wiggle than I was expecting, too, on tape. Um, you know what, know what he has more of than I really expected, too, even watching Northwestern Live? He, he just gets low and runs behind his pads. Like, he, he's... Yeah, he does. Just north-south hit it. Stockiness. Yeah, I, I like that. Like, that, to me, that's, like, I think it's a good pick. Because to me, like, when a, when a back can do that, you're always going to have a guy that's going to get the looks, you know? Like, he, that's always going to win coaches over. And it's just a guy that's not going to get negative yards. He's just going to see the hole, hit the hole. And, and pretty... Runs hard as hell. Runs hard as hell. Good contact balance. And, like, you know, on the on the third downs when you do need him to to actually just run up the middle, he can do that. And then, yeah, the hands are really good. The route running is really good. And that's always going to get you on the field. Um, um, yeah. Another guy, though, fumbles at times. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's quite, a, quite a few backs. It's, it's weird. It is weird. Uh, okay, deep sleeper. I... I didn't have like a super super deep one, uh, but he's not a. I do. He's a, good. I'm glad. He's, he wasn't a combine invite, so I went with him. I went with a uh, Georgia Texas on Hall, who was super interesting to me. Wow. Okay. That's that. That was a guy I almost picked, and I changed it. Okay. Interesting. Very I interesting. Saw Hall. Yeah. Lit up the pro day. Yeah. Louisville transferred to Georgia Tech. Spent one year at Georgia Tech. That team was not good. No. Um. 37 inch vert 1010 broad 44 four four flat. flash uh yeah four yeah 40 but four flat shuttle mm-hmm. like uh r- really explosive and a good kick returner yeah and that's how he's gonna make the nfl exactly two career kick return touchdowns check that box there for sure and like you know 510 196 and not gonna wow with size but he runs with a lot of leg drive, and I think that's just the athleticism. You see him pushing that pile. I think that's really impressive. And then you add that to, you see that speed. The speed is there. The burst is there. The athleticism shows on tape. And I think, like, pretty pretty decisive. You know, just one cut goes. Like, feet don't stop through contact. And then he's pretty dangerous in the open field. And that's a recipe to have a really productive career in the NFL, and especially because you've got that added, that added uh, special teams value, like you just said. I, I, I do have him the sixth round because I, I like the, the pieces a lot. I'm not sure exactly where he's going to go, but I think he's going to stick. Like, there's a, there's a good guy to bet on. Yeah, I, I think he's going to carve out a role in the NFL as a kick return. Yeah, me too. Third running back. Yeah. Like, I, this um, wasn't my comp, but very, um, like, Kenny and Wagyu. 
vibes from him. The, he does, He has a very similar profile to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, but I might be a too deep a sleeper, but... I like it. Virgin, Virginia State running back, Darius Haggins. Another Rass, dude, yeah. First got on my radar because I was watching the uh, HBCU Combine, and he he was like one of the three best guys there. Uh, tested really well. 36 and a half inch vert, 10 3 broad, 4 4 8 40. Um, 5'11", 205, was one of the best backs in the HBCU level this year. Throw on the tape against Livingstone, Livingstone College. Powerhouse, uh, yeah. Y- you can see that burst. Like, he can get to that top speed quick. Um, he's got some uh, uh, elusiveness in space. Um, solid contact balance. Now, the thing for him is, like, pass protection and pass catching, uh, big questions. So that's going to make it harder for him to make it in the league. But we see these random running backs come out of random mm-hmm. schools every year mm-hmm. undrafted, make teams because they're, they're, they check the physical trait box. And he does that. Uh, I, I He's totally in, in a different running back class. I think he'd get more attention. It's just the fact that this one is so – yeah loaded but i'm i'm on on the uh darius hagen stream good good pick good pick speaking of sorry just quickly how many how many draftable grades do you have like 23 or something i, I got 26 yeah 20 okay i thought i felt bad jesus no i got uh, a lot i got a lot of top 100 grades i got 10 top 100 grades too. sorry i whoa i have 26 whoa same 26 guys whoa. i don't know Probably none of the same. Yeah, and 10, 10 top 100 picks. Uh, grades. Uh, whoa, me too. Weird. Weird. There you I go. I almost said 11. But I did. <laughs> me too. Okay, uh, your wild card was Zach Evans. Yeah. Uh, who'd, you, who'd you end up going with? I So, because I had Evans somewhere else, I put I put Tajay Spears because of the knees. Yeah, and Devin is Shane because of the the sub one ninety. Yeah, that both <laughs> both makes sense. Yeah. So like, you throw on the tape with Tajay Spears, man, th- this dude has some of the best combination of contact balance and elusiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, he total like such good body control with the start stop yeah. ability. Um, He's so like bendy. He's like so flexible. Yeah really competent in the passing game over 200 pounds which is a big help um very Aaron Jonesy mm, that's an interesting one uh he he uh, again a guy who can make a linebacker miss can um run through db's tackles uh the vision the vision's not like amazing but it's good yeah like it's good enough uh i think he's like Instant impacts in the zone game, zone run game. Um, and I have now another guy who I think has some ball security stuff, but yeah, um, he can also. The thing with him is if he doesn't become a lead back, like he can be like the 1B, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like or 1A, 1B type of one two punch, like Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Um, he could be a big home run hitting spark, but he can also be a satellite back. He, I think, has the traits to be a number one back. Uh, and but yeah, wasn't my the, comp? The knees are the big question. Yeah, yeah, they are. Wasn't my comp, but a lot of what you're saying is very Tony Pollard. 
Interesting. Not my comp, though. But, yeah, I, I get that vibe. So, you know what I get from him, which is funny? I, he just puts the team on his back. Like, he feels like he's got an it factor at running back, which is the only guy in the group that, like, I mean, Bijan Robson obviously has an it factor. But you know what I mean? Like, he's the only guy, like, that I really felt that from is whenever he needs to make a play, he makes it. And, and like, we haven't we didn't talk too much on his, on his pass catching ability. And, like, it's not over consistent, but I like it a lot. Like, and he had that game winning, awesome toe tapper against uh, Houston in overtime to, to, to win the game. And, I don't know, man. He checks a lot of boxes. It's just, yeah, that, that the, the knee injury history is is concerning. And I, I think even from a wild card, like from the perspective of like the NFL draft, where just like his rise has been so uh, meteoric, you know. And I, I think it's gonna be really interesting. Yeah. It's a good pick. And like the senior bowl really blew him up. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, with a Shane, I mean, the size is always gonna be a thing. How many how many sub one ninety running backs have we seen find big time success in the NFL? Of- like not in niche roles yeah uh and if he's going to be a top five like on tape he is to me a top five running back in this class agreed but i can see a path where if he doesn't land in the right system that utilizes him the right way it's just a waste um just because again we've never seen really these sub 190 backs go Mm -hmm. top 100 before but he is such an explosive athlete obviously a track star uh you see it on tape with his ability to hit home runs but also very competent in the passing game they line him in the slot sometimes um he can he he's got uh the, the he i thought he had very good spatial awareness mm-hmm. he also has better contact balance yeah for a sub 190 running back than you'd ever expect. He, he runs hard like, between the tackles like he he, he definitely and, does yeah but at the same time, like if I'm drafting Devin Shane, I don't want him to be no. a guy who's carrying the rock yeah. 300 times. I want him to be a guy who's getting eight to ten carries, catching five passes, and being more of a an offensive weapon yeah. than a true number one back. I think that's how you get the most out of him. But if a team drafts him at like I don't know in this 60s, it tries to force him into being the number one back. I think that just kind of devalues him almost because yeah that's not how you're gonna get the most out of him and that's how you're gonna burn him out as a sub 190 back yeah, he definitely has a lot of bust potential um still a guy i'm gonna gamble on though because like you said that that speed and acceleration is just special and i love the makeup too because like you said he, he, he's got good contact balance he's gonna run hard between the tackles and i know you're not gonna ask him of that but you know those those that translates to outside the outside of the tackle box too you know and just like you said, the spatial awareness, the good feel. And I think he uses his size to an advantage where he can just gets little and hides behind his line and like makes guys miss. He's a better player on tape than the backs we've seen of like yeah. his style and size yeah. in the past. He, but at the same time, he's in the three percentile for weight. Yeah. But he, he's 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 muscular though, at least. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's a very well he's he's a strong he's strongly put together. It's it's hard. It definitely do, is. Do you th- do you think the NFL is going to push him down the board a lot because of his size, or do you think they'll they'll recognize that the the way the game has changed and what a player like him he off like him off? All it takes is one team. I'll say that, but I think in, I think if I'm going to bet, I I think he ends up in the third round rather than I got a second round grade on him. I, I kind of think a lot of these guys do. Yeah, I, again, the group pushes each other down too. My my one concern. That I think is a realistic concern, even like you're carving up that, like, because he's, he's, you know, very good in the passing game and he's so dangerous in the open field. And it just, 
he's so dynamic after the catch. Outside of his frame, he kind of struggles catching at times, and the catch radius is really small too. Yeah, no, for sure, he's penny hard out there. <laughs> he is penny hard out there. But like so, at, that, that, at the same time, I think like you want to use him as more um, like in space, yeah. rather than like sticking him out there and, and running for sure. Running a dig right, right? Yeah, like, I I want to manufacture touches to him in the past. Yeah, game. no, for sure. And, for, I mean, there's not a lot of backs this size that have carved out, like, you know, the the big-time spots. But there's been a lot of players this size that have. So, it's going to be interesting. And, again. I was just thinking, like, we've seen guys like Isaiah McKenzie, Wandale Robinson. 2-2 um, went top 100. The Steelers drafted Calvin Austin yeah. in the fourth round, right? Yeah. Uh, these types of players who you see them as like those guys are receivers but yeah. you're, you're imagining their usage in like with pop passes with uh jet sweeps like they're motion players like i think getting the most out of Devin shane views him partially as a role player like that yeah too. absolutely i i totally agree and he can maybe do that potentially better than anyone else in the league could with that speed you know um mm-hmm. yeah a, a great class though um, as we get, do you want to, well, our best bets, both Bijan Robinson, my backup is actually over there. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Obviously it's, it's Bijan Robinson. Uh, so in the last five running back classes, uh, 2019 had 25 drafted, uh, 2021 and 2020 only had 18. The average over the last five years, 20.6. I think we topped that this year. Yeah, I totally too. I totally do too. I I have twenty six draftable grades, and I can see a couple other backs I don't have draftables on getting drafted. Um, I, th- I I like I don't. Th- I'm gonna say we have twenty three drafted. I'm gonna say twenty five. That's what I'll say. Okay. Okay. Uh, so do you have a top thirty? Uh, I I brought my top thirty. I put all my draftable. I did my I did my top twenty six here. Okay. Okay. So what do you want to do? Want to do? Wanna do? Give me all your draftable grades. We'll do draftables. What? No, I'm doing. I'm giving my thirty. Okay, to go thirty to twenty six, and I'll jump in. Whatever, go. You'll you'll know why in a sec. Why. <laughs> it's, it's the same reason I had to do my top twenty QBs last week for Dakosi Perry. Uh, okay, thirty Roderick Thompson, Texas Tech. It's my twenty six. I have the seventh on him. Twenty nine Hassan Hall of Georgia Tech. Twenty eight Lou Nichols of CMU Central Michigan. Go baby. go Lou baby. Go chips. Uh, twenty seven Tavion Thomas of Utah. Mm-hmm. Who might be a fullback, and twenty six Xavier Valade of Arizona State, and Valade is your lo- your lowest draftable grade. Yes, yeah, okay. I got drafted. Yeah, so Sirajik Thompson is my lowest draftable grade. Uh, I got him mid to late seventh. I got him twenty six. Do you want me just to jump to go to twenty? Yeah. Okay. D- yeah, go down. Name up to twenty one. Okay, twenty five for me. My favorite player in the whole class, Cam Peoples, baby, at a late six, early seventh. 24, I got uh, Zazamin Valade, uh, late 6, early 7th as well. Uh, 23 is where I got Hassan Hall. I got an early 6 on him. I'm a big fan. And then, like, from here out, I think it's all pretty good backs, man. I got Evan Hall here, uh, late 5th, early 6th on him. And then uh, 21 for me is Daenerys Prince, also late 5th, early 6th. Um, okay, okay. I'm, I'm interested to see how this all takes shape. Um. 25 for me is Jordan Mims of Fresno State. 24, Tyon Evans of Louisville. 23, Cameron Peoples of Appalachian State. 22, Christian Rodriguez of Kentucky. 
And 21 maybe a shocker. Syracuse is Sean Tucker. Not a shocker because I have him 20th. Okay. Okay. I kind of wanted to – I, I kind of struggled with him just because there's all this hype around – or was at least. Yeah. I just don't see it with him at all. Like, I think he's a fine six-ish round running back. Like, you see the long speeds, the track speed, like, in the long speed is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think he creates very well on his own. He doesn't. Uh, he, I thought, had really poor balls. Cause I think I saw more drops from him in the passing game than anyone. Uh, I think I have four drops between the Boston College Notre Dame and Florida State game. Um, I just don't think I can play him on third downs, and I don't think he has any kind of special trait. Yeah, he doesn't. Like he's not overly elusive. I don't think his vision's great. Yeah. Um, when he gets in space, like he does, like I said, have that long speed. But yeah, also feels though like that like he doesn't hit that edge well enough that like that he should either. Um, no, like it, it's once like the space is there, yeah. like he doesn't create that. Space. Yeah, he's not he's not a very creative back. No, I totally agree. I feel like he just doesn't have any high end traits. Um, the hands, like you said, the drops are there. The pass pro isn't very good either. Um, but, like, I don't know. Just, like, I, I do feel like he's got a pretty good um, just, like, feel for, like, creating space from the tackler. Um, I think he's a pretty compact back, you know, at 5'9", He runs low. So I, I don't think he's going to be an absolute, like, flame out or anything. But um, just there's nothing special to him. I, I got him, like, the early sixth round. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's about where I am. Um is there anyone else there who we, we so you want to talk about? I, I I I liked I liked Chris Rodriguez more than I expected. He's 19 for me, so I just wanted to jump ahead there. I, I got him as a late fifth round back, and I, I don't know. I just I end up liking him more because I think he's got like the just the runs hard. Yeah, he's got, he's got better power than a lot of the non top 12 backs. Exactly, and like he's you know he's a he's straight line thump, and he's but he's really well built, and he is going to run with the power. And I like that he, you know, he's he's pretty decisive. He just one cuts goes, and he's just like for what he is. I think he does it well, and I think that's when he want if he wants someone like him on day three, um, it, I think he's going to stick around if if you draft him for that role specifically. Um, you want to keep it moving? Do you want to know any of the comps I've got? Um, I got comps on everybody. Get, you choose a comp at random and give it to me. Of one of the, the backs, I have my twenty-one to thirty range. Yeah, go. Oh, Cam Peoples. I want Cam Peoples. Who do you got? Oh, Latavius Murray. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know who I put. Oh, I, I, wait, I, I love my – Tyon Evans, uh, Mike Davis. That's a, good, that's a good one. I love Tyon Evans. Uh, and Tavion Thomas, Rashad Jennings. That's also a good one. You know, my Cam Peoples end up with uh, Trey Sermon, which is a weird one, but he reminds me of him stylistically. I see that, but that same upright. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he'd be, oh. he'd be good in outside zone, which, I mean, the Niners drafted him and then didn't use him, but yeah. Uh, and, and, and by the way, Chris Rodriguez, Alexander the Bull, Madison. What the fuck? I just had it. <laughs> okay. All right. You want to do 20 to 60? Yeah, I've already jumped ahead because Tucker's my 20. Uh, Chris Rodriguez is my 19. And then I got the, the king of all kings, the best player in college football. Uh, the, the comeback master, Mo Ibrahim, as my 18th so back. So we almost had him in the same spot. <laughs> but I love him. I got a mid to late fifth. I'm a big fan on of his. Well, I just think it's so funny with, like, Sean Tucker versus, like, I feel like people would be like, what, you have Mo Ibrahim ahead of Sean Tucker? And it's, it's Mo Ibrahim's such a, like, he is such a good running he back. He is such a good running back, man. He is such a good pure runner. I love him. And, then like, just, like, the, the coming back from the injuries and putting up, what, almost 1,700 yards this year or something like that, a bunch of touchdowns. 
I love him. I, I just like, of course, he's got that, a lot of tread, you know, and he came in smaller than listed, and he's had those injuries. But fuck, man, just the the, the great vision, the low center of gravity, just the the great instincts. Uh, I think he's just so consistent and. Uh, yeah, he's such a great runner. Anyways, I love Mo Ibrahim. He's my favorite. Um, 17 is where I got Kenny McIntosh from Georgia. I got a mid, mid to late fifth on him as well. Uh, and 16 is where I got uh, Chase Brown. I got a mid fifth. Got okay. 20s where I have Daenerys Prince of Tulsa. 19 is where I've got Mo Ibrahim of Minnesota. Uh, 18 is where I have Evan Hall of Northwestern. And 17 is where I have Travis Dye of USC. And 16 drive Deuce Vaughn of Kansas State. I like I like Deuce. I, like, I have a big chunk between my 14 and my 22. Basically, they're all guys I see in like the the, the f- early fifth to early sixth. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you with all of that. And I, um, I like that. Like they all have such fun things to to offer. Like you know, you got the pure runners of Moe Ibrahim. You got the big thumpers of Chris Rodriguez. You got the just the Mr. Different flavors. Yeah, I love it. And then, yeah, you got Deuce, who is 15 for me. Um, you want, you uh, Anyone there you want to talk about? Um, I mean, just, just a little bit more on Mo Ibrahim. Um, <laughs> yeah, please. He is just such a good – he has, like, very solid vision. He's very good at creating between the tackles yeah. on his own. Uh, obviously, great contact balance. He's not the best athlete. In no. Him is the passing game. Yes. Um, <laughs> but – I don't, he reminds me a lot of Devin Singletary, honestly. A little bit, yeah. I, you know, I went for the. He's kind of that short stepper. Too. He is, yeah. I, I, I you know, who I went back with with my comp is Justin Forsett. Oh, just throwback. I love Justin Lynch's best friend. Exactly. Only Reams is He probably fucking is. I, great, um, great change of pace for Kent Walker. Yeah. Also, also, I meant to throw this out earlier, but uh, I mentioned Derek Prince here too. Um, he has a very similar profile to Isaiah Pacheco. He does. Yeah, he does. I, and I think that's interesting. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, um, Evan Hall comp for me, by the way, Duke Johnson, Travis Dye, Gio Bernard, Deuce Vaughn, Dion Lewis. That's a good one. I, I'll, I'll give you Deuce in a sec. Um, I think my – I don't remember my Evan Hall comp, but he – like pure runner style, like not as much of the, the passing game, reminds me a lot of uh, Philip Lindsay. Oh, I see that a lot. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I like that. It um, just runs so damn hard, it makes up for some of the other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, we're getting 15 to 11. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. 15 for me. Um, wait, oh, sorry. Wait, yep. sorry, quickly. How many How many fourth round and better grades do you have? Fourth round and, and better. You know what? I, funny enough, I don't have that many fourth round grades, but uh, I got I got, thir- I got three fourth round grades and then 10 third round or better. Okay, I, I, I've... I've one more than you then yeah I, I got a group in the fourth and it's funny I've, i might the thick of this class it, to me is kind of like the third and the fifth round so mm. that's where i see like all these backs or me i don't know where they're gonna go but yeah um okay 15 is where i got deuce tough tough one i love him though um if he was slightly bigger man like i know oh. i got an early mid fifth round grade on him What's well, my comp? I got I got a better JJ Taylor. That's my comp. <laughs> um, so Dion Lewis. So Dion Lewis, yeah. Fourteen's where I got our guy Travis Die, baby. Early mid early mid fifth. So he's kind of the king of my fifth round because I think he's just the most, you know, consistent and he's gonna he's gonna get it done. Uh, Thirteen for me is where I got Roshan Johnson, my second favorite back in this class. It jumps into the fourth round here, late fourth round grade. Uh, Twelve for me is where I got Keaton Mitchell. 
uh, mid to late fourth hey, round grade. I love Keenan Mitchell. And 11 is where I got Dwayne McBride. I got an early fourth on him. Finish your dream. Oh, interesting. I thought Dwayne McBride would be one. I, I'm not really sure. We'll talk about him in a sec. Go on. Uh, okay, yeah. 15 is where I got Kenny Mack of Georgia. 14 is where I think I get a guy a lot lower than you. Is Israel Abanaconda of Pittsburgh? I love Abanaconda. We'll get there. I hate him. Oh, I love this. 13, okay. Chase Brown of Illinois. 12, Keaton Mitchell of East, East Carolina. 11, Dwayne uh, McBride of UAB. Uh, so with Deuce, Deuce Vaughn, obviously the big thing is 5'5", five, five, 179. Mm-hmm. But he is, man, he is so quick, so explosive, competent in the passing game, uh, good contact balance for an undersized yeah, Big back. time, yeah. Also, just, also like, really willing pass pro, too. Like, you know, like, yeah, runs physical for his size. I just don't know what, like, what's the NFL going to think, you know? Like, I know. I feel like he's off some team's boards. Yeah, probably. You know, I love, though, too, like, um, he, he can get so like, – he's really good getting vertical in the passing game, too. It's not just this horizontal stuff. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I don't. Ken, Ken, Kenny Mack is just, like, I don't think he's a good – like, a great runner. He's not a great athlete. Yeah. But he's very, very reliable in the passing game. He is. He is. If he tested – like, he's six foot two oh four. that's good. The testing was not very good, though, at all. But he looks more athletic than he tested, though. But, yeah, just so solid. Like, he's solid in pass, bro. The hands are super consistent. The route running is good. Like, it's just so reliable. Reminds me a bit of J.D. McKissick and a bit of uh, other commanders running back, bigger Christopher Thompson. Interesting. You know, my, my comp was Ty Montgomery. Oh, okay. Just don't wear the 88. Just don't wear the 88, please. Yeah. Um, K- Keaton Mitchell, another guy who mm-hmm. just lacks size. I know, but he's so fucking fast. His, his start-stop might be top three this Absolutely. Class. He's so fast. He's so elusive. He's kind of uh, undersized Raheem Mostert to me. Yeah. My my comp was what Noel Devine could have been. And then Dwayne McBride's like one of the most physical runners in this class. Yeah, he is. Like his contact balance is awesome. He runs to kill you. He fumbles a lot. He does. And isn't, isn't much of a factor in the passing game. It's really tough with him because... He is a really good runner. Like, I could see a path where he is the Damian Pierce of the class. Yeah, I, I put a Tyler Algier comp on McBride. I put James Robinson. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I Just, yeah, always falling forward. The contact balance is great. And he's, like, he's always going to be a good goal line back, you know. Like, he's really consistent there. Um, but, yeah, like, just the zero pass catching production and the ball security issues, that's scary. That's scary in today's NFL. All right, you want to do your 10 to uh, 6? Yeah, let, let's do it. Or do you want to talk – oh, you got Roshan in the top 10. Yes, I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it, I love it. 10 for me is a guy I find um, – I don't know if he's polarizing, just intriguing. Tank Bigsby is my 10. Uh, I got a late third-round grade on him, and uh, my comp is Damian Harris. I think he's a tough guy to comp. 9 for me, I'm surprised we both got him in top 10. I, I, I'm not sure where he's going to go either. Eric Gray from Oklahoma also got a late third-round him. Uh, my comp is Devontae Freeman. Uh, 8. I got Kendra Miller, also late third. I got a big chunk in the late third. Uh, my my comp is Julius Jones, uh, and seven is where I got my favorite player in the in the in the class. I've said that seven times. Israel Banaconda, uh, late third. My comp is Elijah Mitchell. Ooh, okay. Uh, ten for me, Roshan Johnson, the king. Third, Jamal Williams comp. Love it. Nine, Kendra Miller, TCU Rashad Penny comp, third round. Eight, Auburn's Tank Bigsby, third round, Lamar Miller comp. Seven, my guy, Oklahoma's Eric Gray. Yeah. 
third round comp or third round grade jk dobbins comp uh i see that six, I see that yeah six two lanes tyje spears um with an aaron jones comp and a third round grade oh shit i didn't say my six i also have tyje spears my six i got a oh, okay, mid 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 to late third uh i went with austin eckler for for spears he's a tough I one he's a tough one uh, so I love Roshan Johnson because of the contact balance, yeah. because of the pass catching ability. He's the best blocker in the class. He runs hard as hell. I think I'm just getting such a useful player out of him. I, by the way, he same becomes that true RB one or not? Absolutely. I, I don't think he will. But I also comp to Jamal Williams, who just had what 18 touchdowns. So, yeah, man, I, I just love it. Like, like, just the size. He's muscular top to bottom. Apparently, great locker room dude. Ex quarterback too. You know, he's the Wildcat King. Um, and then, yeah, just decisive as hell. Like, north-south, he's going to see it, hit it. Um, also, he's got the fun. Like, he throws on the hurdle on, uh, a lot, too. Like, a guy that could probably be, like, a core special teams dude. Doesn't fumble. <laughs> the pass pro is great. Uh, and, like, at the senior bowl, I thought, like, flash some really good routes and some solid hands. And um, this guy is just, like, you're going to draft him and you're never going to be upset. He's just going to be consistent as hell, you know? And I love Roshan. I, top 100, I don't know. But, but in the fourth round, absolutely give me um Kendra Miller I thought had, had some of the best body control of all the running backs in the class he he he's kind of he's got such like he is such a good athlete in the run game with really good contact balance too um the pass game is, is where I, mm-hmm. I kind of had some questions um but I could like he is a very good pure runner yes yeah he, he's got that like just innate feel for like he sh- when he makes one guy's miss he's gonna make more he's just like got that great feel for stringing yeah. misses together like you said the contact balance he's got that like phone booth agility make you miss um he, he i will say he's flashed some nice catches but it's just he won't be a consistent weapon there or at least he hasn't been then yeah the burst yeah. the burst is good enough the power is good um uh, he, he like you said the bot like the he's got like unique contact balance where he just has great body control where he's like like, you know, like, just on one foot, like, after a hit, and he just, like, keeps his rhythm and keeps on running and keeps his feet. Um, and once he gets to the second level, he's very hard to bring down. Uh, Tank Bigsby, he's tough. He is very tough. Um, he played behind, like, the worst offensive line of anyone, but he is such a good creator. Uh, he plays faster than he tested. He's mm-hmm. quicker than he is fast, but he, he's more athletic than he tested. Um he bounces a lot of runs, but part yeah. of that was that offensive line was so bad. Uh, he's he's a little stiff, but he runs behind his pads well. He's got good contact balance. He's uh, quick through his cuts. Um, I just think he has really good instincts. In yeah, him. he does too. He does. I don't know how like how high. What was your compliment, Miller? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know how high end of a back he, he'll be, but I think he'll stay for a long time. Just like. The vision is good. The the agility, you know, like he's also like decisive. I feel like, like you said, he bounces some, but it's more like I think just him trying to create more than like, you know, it's like oh I, I like this I like this hole better or whatever. Um, but then he's got that cut back to him too, and like you said, enough speed there. I think he's just hard. It was a hard one to judge. Um, all said and done, I still still roll the dice on him. You know, third round. Uh, so Eric Gray, I think Eric Gray is really has some of the best quickness in this class. Um, he's, he's, his change of direction skills, I think, are underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid hands. Um, and he's a bit of a bowling ball, too. Yeah, he is. Just with his build. 
in the right s- zone system, like I think he's going to be super productive player. Yeah, he has all the traits I look for in a running. Yeah, player. I he's he's always he's got this sweet spin move that he just always goes to that I love. Um, yeah, but like like he's got like this really j- like a great jab cut that just like stuns defenders. Like you said, the change of direction is great. Um, he's got like a really frenetic pace to him. Where he's just like like you said, kind of like a bowling ball. Um, and, but like I think like oily hips and. Um, mm-hmm. just good setting up blocks in the open field too. Like you said, if if it hits for Eric Grave, if he finds the right landing spot, it could hit big. I totally agree with you. Um, like the speed, I don't think is the high end speed is not there or anything. No, um, no, no, no. He's quite. He's really, I think, explosive in a phone booth. Yeah, but long speed's not. Amazing. Yeah. Again, I I don't. Do you think he'll be a top one hundred guy? I'm not sure exactly where his stock is. No, I don't. I kind of feel like he'll be the fourth round back who. Mm-hmm. Uh. Him and Dwayne McBride both strike these like fourth round backs who are instantly productive. Uh, yeah, I agree, and I I do have uh, Eric Ray late third though, but yeah. Uh, so we both we talked to Jay Spears, Abanaconda. So my hold up with him is I find he run like he's twitchy. Uh, he hits home runs, but like he runs so high, and he I didn't think he ran behind his pads very well. Yeah, and he doesn't have the power like, for he's it. high cut. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I, I remind me a lot of Kenyon Drake, honestly. That's, that's not a bad one, actually. But yeah, like five ten two uh, two sixteen, it doesn't run like a, with a lot of power for a guy his size. And like I can see like why people wouldn't like him. Like I, the power isn't great. You see him stopping his feet a lot behind the line of scrimmage, which is yeah, scary. Scares me. Yeah, but oh, I think just like the pieces there, man. Like when he does just one cut and go, uh, it's it's very impressive. Really good, like just that the burst and the acceleration is there. He's a former sprinter. This breakaway speed is really impressive. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, I think he's got he is high cup, a very strong lower half build. Um, I think the contact balance is solid, but then the, the speed is just like angle killing. And I think he's keeping his feet churning. And I think like he's gonna find his his home in like an outside zone, like you know the Niners tree, the Shanty scheme, and Elijah Mitchell, and can find immediate success again if it doesn't. If it's the wrong team, if it's the wrong scheme, I could definitely see him just completely flaming out. And I think that's because you know if he's stopping his feet, if he doesn't trust the, the 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 line, if he doesn't trust the blocks, he can definitely flame out quick. But I think he's got a really high ceiling um, and low floor, high ceiling kind of. Yeah, no, no, I I agree. Like I can see the path. That's just not the type of back I like. Fair enough. Um, Entire Chase anyway. Spears, the, the best pack in the country. Yeah, top five. Sure Which top five? Do we have the same top five? I think we do. Yeah, we do. I don't know the order of it. Is I don't it? know. The order is interesting. I think the order the order was really tough for me. Um, fifth is where I got Zach Evans, though. Same finish. Late second, early third. My comp, a tough one to comp. I, I think I stole this. I forget from where. Uh, maybe maybe Lance Uh Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Oh, interesting. He's a lot smaller than Melvin Gordon. Though. But he's like he's got the the build to him. It's hard to explain. You're right. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But just the, the, the potential in the home run. I don't know. Uh, four, I have Zach Charbonnet. Which I think, okay, different order. I think so. I thought so. Hard one to comp. I want to. I want to hear your comp. I end up with a throwback to Ryan Matthews, but I think he'd be better than that's Ryan Matthews. That's a good Matthews. one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, three. So sorry, late second, early third. There. So Charbonnet and Evans are close for me. I just again, Charbonnet. I think is is going to make it in league. Evans. I hope, but I don't know. Uh, and then three. I got Devin to Shane. Uh, I got a mid second, so I'm buying into this. Um, hard one to comp. I, I went with I went track star Darren Sproles. 
That's my comp. And two, I got Jameer Gibbs um, early, early second. Uh, I went the Alvin Kamara comp. I I copped out. Okay. Bigger, he's bigger than Alvin. Kamara. Yeah, and, and number one shocker, Bijan Robinson, top ten. So hard to comp. I went with Edron James. Yeah, the edge, the edge comp, not an original, but like it's it, it works. Feels so right. yeah. Such a similar running style. Such a similar pass catching ability yeah. too. Edge was such an underrated pass catcher. Yeah. Um, okay. Five for me is old Mrs. Zach Evans, third round grade, uh, mm. Mel, or Miles Sanders comp. Um, four, Devin Shane, second round grade, Reggie Bush comp. Oh, three. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. Uh, three, three, Zach Charbonnet, second round grade, uh, Corey Dillon. Run, like, throw on the old Corey Dillon. He just runs like a bull. Corey Dillon's so underrated so today. Yeah. Corey Dillon was so good. He was. Um, uh, what was his nickname? Uh, clock running, Cor- clock killing Corey Dillon. Uh, two Jameer Gibbs, high second round grade. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, one Bijan Robinson, first round grade. Edrew James Conn. Who have we? We've hit everyone here, right? Oh yeah, we've talked about them all. Yeah, we talked about them. All. We did anything it. else we you want to? You want to do or no? I think I think what's been said, right? We didn't. We didn't do enough on Tyon Evans. That's fine. Go. I I, he's one of those guys so that short and, ex, and big. He's one of those guys that like it's like I think he's my twenty seven. Yeah, he's those. He's one of those guys I don't have draftable. I think he gets drafted though. Love that for you. It's so, what a what a fucking class this is. There's so many backs that. I love this running back class. It's so fun. If if like I yeah no I need I need twenty starting running back or like productive running backs to come out of this class or I'll be sad. Um, until next time, we uh, talk the wide receivers where maybe we have one first round grade, maybe we have none. Who knows? Maybe we'll ten second round grades. So de- usually it's we're we're you know all shitting on the running backs and elevating these receivers the last few years. Now it's opposite. So weird. <laughs>